Welcome to This is Robotics, radio news, podcasting news and commentary from around the world. Please join us for today's radio news report with your host, Tom Green, for news, analysis, and commentary from the wide world of robotics. Radio News is a production of Asian Robotics Review, your most trusted news resource in global robotics. And now, here's Tom. Hello, folks, and thanks for joining us today. And many thanks as well for making This Is Robotics Radio News one of the fastest-rising programs in the world of podcasting. In the past 10 months of our existence, the monthly podcast has been downloaded over 10,000 times, during which we've been honored several times for the quality of our content. We work diligently to bring you the best, and you, in turn, are making us the best. Thank you so very much. Hey, it's August of 2022, which can only mean one thing if you're from India. It's your 75th anniversary. Congratulations. In 1947, India finally got out from under its colonial yoke, and for 75 years, the world's largest democracy has been the master of its own fate and future. For our part, we'll be taking a look at the future of Indian robotics. We'll look at why, for such a robust country with a downright genius in its people in many areas of science and technology, with the exception of Gray Orange, has it significantly lagged and the development of robotics, and what the experts say about it. We'll also take note of an emerging revolution in Indian robotics with the potential to rocket the country into robotics prominence. That's the story of five friends, five Indians pooling their resources together with the avowed purpose of jump-starting India into a new age of robotics. It's actually a first in the history of robotics, an awesome story that's still in play but already realizing unbelievably amazing results so far. If you don't know of them already, we'll introduce you to the five in the mission they have been on since 2016. The first half of today's podcast episode will be all India, all Indian robotics, and India's more than bright potential as a robotics powerhouse. The second half of today's podcast looks at when mobility and intelligence rule the world of robotics by 2030. So says the recent eye-opening report from the Boston Consulting Group. What's that mean for the likes of you and me? It may be India as well. We'll take a look together at Boston Consulting Group's seven robot advances for 2030. The World Economic Forum is on board with BCG's Mobility and Intelligence for Robotics by 2030, as it predicts the best careers upcoming based on robotics and artificial intelligence which a recent LinkedIn survey seems to agree with as well. Hey, hooray for consensus, right? And finally, what can we aspire to in breakthrough robotics by 2030? India may have a shot at this as well. Based on the four most revolutionary robots invented since the millennium began back in the year 2000, in what future directions are those four pointing us? Okay, glad you're with us. Now let's get on with the show. The Future of Indian Robotics, Five Friends Chasing History in Pursuit of the Extraordinary and Unexpected Revolution in Robotics. Is Adverb Technologies the Big Bang of Indian Robotics? Is this the long-sought convergence of India's vaunted software skills 
with its less than robust machine building capabilities. Might this startup and its soon to be world's largest robot factory be the champion that Indian robotics has long awaited? Adverb Technologies is an inspiring tale of technology, friendship, and love of country. Adverb Technologies' mission to single-handedly jumpstart an entire country's robotics ecosystem is quite an extraordinary undertaking, even for a government, let alone an individual company, which is itself a newbie founded in 2016. It's also unprecedented in the entire history of robotics. More in perspective, India is not only a country, it's a continent with 1.3 billion citizens. There's a lot of mindshare to engage. Adverb has been an advertiser with us at Asian Robotics Review for about a year now, yet we never heard their tale until recently. Here at Asian Robotics Review, we are gifted with remarkably admirable advertisers, and Adverb Technologies is another that we've fallen in love with. So why exactly is it that Indians occupy the corner offices of so many, many technology and financial corporations, yet have had little impact inside or outside of India in the world of machine building, and by extension, robotics. Turns out, history has been less than kind to India when it comes to machine building prowess. According to Arnold Pacey and his technology and world civilizations, from the Turkish invasions of the 1190s, to the British Raj, even to Gandhi's Swadeshi, or village economy movement, India's indigenous machine building has been stifled. Indian machine building expertise seems never to really have had a chance, especially during the British Raj, 1858 to 1947, right in the heart of the Industrial Revolution, when Indians might well have excelled if given an opportunity, which they weren't. Sashi Tharoor's Inglorious Empire, written in 2016, recounts the grim story. As Pacey writes, little use was made of machines or gears, pulleys, cams, or cranks. Well, change has been a long time coming, but it's coming. Okay, that concludes part one of The Unexpected Revolution. Part two is coming right up at you, so stay with us. Their names are Amit Kumar, Bir Singh, Sangeet Kumar, Pratik Jain, and Satish Shukla, the five close friends who co-founded Adverb Technologies. Is it possible for five friends to pool their savings and work out of a two-room office in Delhi's Tagore Garden neighborhood in 2016 to launch a robot company and then by 2022 would initiate the building of the world's largest robot factory, which in turn just might also turn out to be the big bang in robot building for the tech ecosystem sorely in need of one. Let's take a look at what Adverb is up against and what it has going for it. The Adverb journey began at Asian Paints, where the five co-founders were working on automating warehouses. Since robotics manufacturing was not India's strength, Asian Paints had to import all the machinery, equipment, robots, and everything else needed for this task. That's when the opportunity dawned in the quintet. 
As co-founder Sangeet Kumar recounted, why does India not have a manufacturer of robots? Why are there no automation equipment suppliers for factories and warehouses in India? These questions kept me awake for countless nights. The five found out, says Sangeet Kumar, that it is easy to set up a software company in India as the talent, funds, and mentorship are all available in abundance. The biggest problem is setting up a hardware manufacturing company where the availability of talent is low. Well, the one shining international success before Adverb was Grey Orange, which started in India in 2015 and went international, with not much earth-shaking heard from the company since, and made a home in Atlanta, Georgia in 2018. Recently, Grey Orange nabbed $110 million in investment during the month of May of this year. Back in India, Adverb says it aims to encourage creativity and foster collaboration among the top technopreneurs in the nation. Adverb hopes to develop a self-sufficient robotic sector in India and export cutting-edge goods and game-changing technological solutions to the rest of the world. Could their efforts be the big bang that Indian robotics needs? Well, here's what the five are up against. Mukul Singh, in India's Inc. 42, is very straightforward and succinct about the state of robotics in India. India is not known for its hardware and robot manufacturing prowess, period. To which Dr. Jaijit Bhattacharya, former head of the Center for Fourth Industrial Revolution in India, while writing in Outlook, gets a little more specific. So why is it crucial to bring up these developments in the Indian context? It is because robotics is another bus that we are poised to miss. Yes, the country does have numerous startups and deep skills in robotics, but it is not enough to be able to get any significant slice of the global robotics market. Moreover, we as a country need robots for our own unique usage. Technology will move forward relentlessly. And if India is not at the forefront, we will be crushed under the wheels of obsolescence and low productivity. Just as one example of missing the big bus for Indian robotics, of the $31 billion in manufacturing output that moved away from China to other Asian countries, India captured only 10%, said Nikhil Rasawami in an interview in DataQuest. The rest went to Thailand, Vietnam, and Indonesia. Here's what the Adverb plan has going for it. Adverb has a financial champion in Mukesh Ambani, purportedly the richest person in Asia, as well as the owner of the massively powerful conglomerate Reliance Industries, $97 billion in 2022 who bought 54% of Adverb for $132 million, plus gave Adverb an order for $1 billion worth of robot automation. Secondly, Adverb has committed to building the world's largest robot factory, which will be 10 times bigger than Adverb's current manufacturing facility in Bot Valley. In seven years since 2015, India has made a massive jump and the Global Innovation Index, from number 81 to 43. Additionally, the JLL City Momentum Index lists Hyderabad emerging as the world's most dynamic city, 
pushing last year's index winner, Bengaluru, into second place. Silicon Valley is third, formerly second. Another five Indian cities make the top 20. Chennai at fifth, Delhi at sixth, Pune at 12th, Kolkata 16th, and Mumbai 20th. In addition to a burgeoning middle class, shaken but not deterred by COVID, India has the largest youth population in the world. Around 66% of the total population, more than 808 million, is below the age of 35. Nearly 40% of the Indian population is aged 13 to 35. Waiting for that awakening to automation are India's 63 million micro and small to medium enterprises that collectively account for 50% of the overall exports from the country. 27% of India's GDP, which is 66.3 trillion, and employs 111 million Indian citizens. The good news is global warehouse robotics market is expected to nearly double, growing from 4.7 billion in 2021 to 9.1 billion by 2026. Even better than that, last week came the joint announcement that India's Vedanta and Taiwan's Foxconn will build a $20 billion tech hub on 400 acres of land on the outskirts of Pune. Factories plus R&D for electronics components used in everything from smartphones to cars, a display plant, a a chip facility, and a chip packaging and testing plant. Plenty of robots will be needed there, as well as in most other areas of India. Will foreign robots get to go to work in that tech hub? We'll see. See the article content for India's Unexpected Revolution in Robotics in the podcast show notes. In Asian Robotics Review, it's also there. Our twice-weekly newsletters has a link, and our LinkedIn network also has a link. In the meantime, Amit, Beer, Pratik, Sangit, and Satish. Keep up the great work. We love you. What's world robotics in 2030 going to look like? Fortunately, the Boston Consulting Group, BCG, has put an interesting lens to the next decade of robotics, highlighting seven unfolding developments that will influence the direction of robotics in the next 10 years. We've excerpted the seven here. Please see the full paper, How Intelligence and Mobility Will Shape the Future, for the entire text. That's what attracted me to this particular document from PCG. I know they're really good at what they do. And when I saw this, how intelligence and mobility will shape the future sounded very interesting. What they say about the document is the following, and I quote, this research illustrates the fundamental difference between automation technology widely applied in factory environments today and the radical shift that lies ahead. So let's see what these seven unfolding developments are all about from BCG. Number one of the seven, they say professional services robots will dominate the sector. They go on to say, currently only a bare sliver of the market, professional services robots will have sales that may be more than double those of conventional and logistics robots. We expect the global robotics market to climb from about $25 billion this year to between $160 billion and $260 billion by 2030. 
with market share for professional services robots hitting up to $170 billion, and industrial and logistics robot sales topping off at about $80 billion. That's, that's pretty incredible. Number two, changing consumer preferences and social trends will accelerate the need for advanced robotic solutions. They go on to say, the consumer-driven demand for quicker deliveries of customized products will lead to the expansion of robot capacity in manufacturing, individualization, and logistics applications. Meanwhile, aging demographics will result in a greater need for the use of mobile services robots to assist in personal hygiene, exercise, meal delivery, and other jobs. An increasing emphasis on recycling and other sustainability measures will require robots to take on complex disassembly and sorting tasks. I mean, like they'll be disassembling old automobiles at junkyards. Who knows? I don't know, but that sounds very interesting. Number three, robots will increasingly take over traditionally lower-paying and less skill-intensive jobs. Okay, we knew that was coming. BCG says the combination of a shortage of manual laborers and wage escalation in formerly low-wage countries will drive a more rapid replacement of humans with robots. Factory worker wages in China have doubled since 2007 and risen by more than 50% in India over the same time period. Okay, seems reasonable. Artificial intelligence and other technological advances will enhance human-to-robot interactions. That's their number four. They go on to say, rapidly developing breakthroughs in technologies involving machine intelligence, connectivity, and control will enable expanded capabilities and scope while simplifying human-to-robot interactions. Among the most promising innovations, artificial intelligence. Well, of course, we all know that, right? AI will allow robots to handle unsupervised, unexpected situations. Swarm intelligence will increase the flexibility of mobile robots to share and alter tasks on location. And imaging systems will enhance autonomous inspections, analysis, and movements. Number five, according to BCG, robot capabilities will include the ability to learn. Today, simulation tools are used to teach robots how to solve problems in the real world. But this brute force method isn't satisfactory because situational complexity often makes it impossible to train robots to respond in unexpected events in flexible and intelligent ways. However, new research from the nonprofit artificial intelligence think tank OpenAI that focuses on guiding neural networks to navigate progressively more difficult and randomized environments appears to be producing strong results. Number six, according to BCG. Semi-autonomous mobile machines will increasingly manage tasks in pre-mapped environments. By 2030, we estimate that Level 3 autonomous vehicles will account for about 8% of new car sales. At Level 3, the vehicle drives itself temporarily on relatively unencumbered roads and in clear weather and alerts the driver to take over when it's confronted with a situation it cannot handle. So by 2030, there's not going to be a driverless Uber picking me up anytime soon here. The number seven and final one from the Boston Consulting Group says Asian robotics companies currently, a small slice of the market, will be competitive with U.S. and European manufacturers. Korean and Chinese robotics companies, many of which debuted in just the past 10 years, have a limited market presence today. But such firms in Asian countries will likely enjoy substantial growth in the next decade. 
Well, we can already see that happening here in the U.S. You got Geek Plus making big inroads. You've got uh, Elite Robot. You got CSN. You got a few of these people coming in already, as well as Korean robots. So I can see this number seven maybe happening before 2030. See the full paper from the Boston Consulting Group, How Intelligence and Mobility Will Shape the Future. There's a link for it at Asian Robotics Review. If you are planning a career, a career move, or just job hunting, robotics or something with robotics in it is definitely something to consider. Think about this. According to LinkedIn's Emerging Jobs Report, the number one and number two emerging jobs with the best future for a career, number one is artificial intelligence specialist, and number two, robotics engineer. Put AI and robotics together, and you get what the World Economic Forum did by calling it smart robotics. Got a moment? Then click on over to Asian Robotics Review. Check out our new column, Career Guide to Smart Robotics. The World Economic Forum says that there are 32 great careers in smart robotics, and we're going to be showing you each and every one of them. You may find a career for yourself. Wouldn't that make mom proud? Then you could move out and get your own place. Over two decades deep into humanity's 21st century, with billions of dollars spent in researching and developing robots, four robots stand out as the most revolutionary of their kind. Can you name them? Here are my picks. See if you agree. Undeniably, there is something special between robots and humans. These four emphasize that point. Four of the most revolutionary robots of the 21st century all work closely with humans. What's the message there? The best of these machines influence everything around them. They influence the work that they perform. They influence the people who come into contact with them. They influence ever newer ideas on collaborations previously unimagined. Number one, the Da Vinci Surgical System. Imitated but never equaled, Intuitive Surgical's robot systems are still going strong as kingpins of the operating room. Maybe that's about to change. Number two, the Cobot. Esben Ostergaard, Kasper Stoy, and Christian Kazow, three Danish grad school buddies, had no idea in 2005 when they founded Universal Robots what was about to happen to them because of their very different robot invention, the UR5 Cobot. The rest is history. Number three, the exoskeleton, making people able again. The exoskeleton, a wearable cobot, as it's known to some, has been hailed as one of the greatest achievements of robotics to date. To Silky Pan, a paralyzed former trapeze acrobat trapped in a wheelchair for a decade, the exoskeleton is a new lease on living in a stand-up world. In short, for her, the wearable robot is a life-changing miracle. Although DARPA began a $50 million five-year exoskeleton program, it wouldn't be until 2008 that an exoskeleton appeared on the scene that was specific to medical assistance and rehabilitation. 2008 was the year that Cyberdyne's Yoshiyuki Sankai, a professor at Tsukuba University, founder of Cyberdyne and creator of the HAL exoskeleton, began renting out the HAL suit for medical purposes to hospitals and rehab centers in Japan. Number four, the Kiva mobile robot. Mick Mounts had an idea to revolutionize logistics by setting loose swarms of mobile robots on warehouse inventory. 
Mounts, Raffaello D'Andrea, and Peter Werdman made it all happen. A light bulb switched on for Amazon's Jeff Bezos, who bought the show for $775 million and made mobile robots go viral. Agree or don't agree? Well, dear friends, we've come to the close of another This Is Robotics Radio News podcast. Many thanks for coming. We sincerely hope that you enjoyed your brief stay with us, found the program interesting, and had a few takeaways that will stick in your memory banks and power your day along. Thanks also to Global Robotics for being such a wonderful source for news. Please remember, if you have news to share, requests, kind words, or a bone to pick, please get in touch with us at news at thisisrobotics.com. Once again, news at thisisrobotics.com. As a production of Asian Robotics Review, we hope you visit the site regularly. And please, sign up for our twice-weekly newsletters. It's painless. Just your email is all we need. So long. Until next time. That brings to a close today's edition of Radio News. As always, thank you for your interest and attention. Until our next report, please be sure to click on over to This Is Robotics the online news column at Asian Robotics Review. Also, look for This Is Robotics Radio News at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and Pandora. Thanks for joining us. And until next time, this is Radio News, signing off. Have a great day.